0: Welcome back, everyone. This is the Mega Creative Show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us to listen in. Today, we're diving into five steps to master your Web3 social media. We got some special guests that hop up and share during this whole process. Myself and Creative Owls are excited to share this information with you. Hopefully, you learn, you will able to jump into this, and also apply it. So, we're live every Tuesday and Thursday on Twitter Spaces at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hope to see you there. Until then, let's dive into this topic. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is the Mega Creative Show. Uh, We are live here every Tuesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter Spaces. If you want to join us, feel free to do so. We actually uh, focus a lot of our spaces on the NFT community, uh, marketing, branding, and growing your Twitter community or other communities as well. Uh, within your social media and, and whatnot. Today, we're actually diving into the topic of five tips to master your Web3 social media. This is a list put together by myself and Creative Owls. Uh, and we're looking forward to share this information with those who are listening in here. Um, a, a quick word uh, is that we have a sponsor who is the Polygon Studios. The Polygon, and, uh, their, their studios, is partnered with us. Um, and we're so grateful for them and their interaction with us as a community. Um, definitely check them out at, Poly, uh, at Polygon Studios on Twitter. Um, myself, Mega Retro NFT, and then also uh, My Creative Owls, my co-host, the co-hostess with the mostest. Um, we love to just bring as much as we can to educate whoever comes in here. And uh, if you're looking to listen into this live, some of the things you can get from doing that is just being here, being able to get feedback, being able to interact. And then also uh, we start up in the morning a little earlier uh, than our actual scheduled space so that we're able to warm up the room and, and just kind of see how people are doing for some people up to speak to. So uh, with that being said, we have a couple of quick announcements and then we got a dad joke. Actually, I got two dad jokes for you. <laughs> All
1: right. The announcement, obviously, we talked about the NFTs that are dropping Saturday. The mega creative merch ends April 2nd. Our monthly newsletter is ready to go. And then the Polygon Showcase is Saturday and Sunday.
0: Nice. Yes. Um, and one quick thing is we'd love for you to tweet this out, get the word out that we're live here. Um, share that, share what you're learning from this, you know, what you're looking forward to learning, uh, uh, from these different spaces. I learned so
1: much from this mega, man. It's, it's It's really a fun conversation, especially if you're really listening in and you're really tying in. And if you, have already do if you're already a part of these conversations or topics and you come up here definitely tell us some value tell us what you're doing and that's how we learn within a community because i am always always learning every day being in these spaces
0: love it yeah let's get and say hi to some people uh then we'll be good and do the dad joke so i just want to say hi to vans what's up vans uh, what's up coin laundry secret cynthia shibs we got viber dean uh of tamara uh lila welcome what's up trey lurking all the time what's up FPC? prism so many people in here man vdk uh real jelly what's up welcome uh cc yes cc the one who supports you too <laughs> uh and everyone else thank you so much for being here we we love and appreciate you so much uh thank you for taking time every day to be mm-hmm. with us so you ready for the dad jokes are you ready for this don't even read them don't look at them yet.
1: <laughs> Did okay. you read them ready? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I've already yeah. scrolled
0: down. All right, ready? <laughs> I'm a, I'm afraid for the calendar. Its days are numbered. <laughs> Yikes. I, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, guys. I'm, I'm so another, sorry. I'm
1: so. Read. I got one more might make,
0: so... might make up for you. This is this my makeup for. You ready? If April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. <laughs>
1: <Ugh. That's tough. laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back to mega in a little bit. All right, guys. Our, our agenda today is five tips to, to mastering your web three. Here are, are things we're going to talk about. One is to know your audience. Two is to master your analytics. Uh, three it's about to be sturdy the current trends that stand out four lay out your war schedule, and five be be consistent and patient so we're going to go through each one of these, talk about some some talking points along the way and see if these things make sense and we're trying to break these things down for you guys to so you can actually master your actual web three social media
0: yep exactly and and before we jump into that, make sure that you grab a notebook, a pencil paper. Uh, you know, have your documents open and just write down these different things that really will help you. Uh, ultimately, um, we love, well, we love uh, providing this information and we'd love to see what you learned from this. Make sure you tweeted us and let us know with the hashtag mega creative show on Twitter. Um, with that being said, why don't we go ahead and dive into this? You want to take the first one? You want me to?
1: Yeah, I'll take the first one. Uh, know your audience guys. Uh, that is the first one we're going to talk about with the tips. Um, It's very important to know who you're talking to, how you're articulating your project around NFTs, we're going to talk about, and um, and also what platform. So if you know your audience is mostly on Twitter, you want to focus, obviously, on Twitter. If your audience is on Instagram, focus on Instagram, but also understand who these people are, understand what keywords you can use for them to actually – or hashtags for them to actually know who they are or how you can recognize them. One thing I do is actually in my messaging, right? I actually go ahead and put in my messaging, hey, uh, hey, NFT collectors, right? Mm-hmm. Or hey, digital artists. And what I'm doing, I'm identifying my target audience. So when I speak or when I tweet out or when I create a post, it's directed to my, my target audience and I'm more likely to get more engagement by using those type of, uh, framing messaging along the way. Not only is it good to know your audience, it also will help you when you actually start creating flyers, designs, and all types of things so if your target audience is like let's say like a like 60 and plus you really have to start thinking about how the font looks like it needs to be big it can't be super colorful it needs to be easy to read vice versa if your audience is young you can actually play around make it colorful and and have some you know um you know some how would i say some more style with with kids now when it comes to knowing your audience another thing is if you were to run ads, right, or advertisements, a couple of things you would want to know is where are these people at? Who am I targeting? Where am I targeting at, right? So if you were creating an ad, you want to know where where your collectors are, where they're staying at. What's nice is uh, if everybody here has a Koji account, you can actually check on your Koji account, and you can actually check your analytics in your Koji account, and within your analytics, it will show you a pinpoint on all your maps where everybody has actually hit up your, your hit up your Koji site. Did you oh, know wow. about
0: that yet? No, I haven't. I haven't checked that out yet. I didn't yeah, realize that which I
1: just, which, uh, which was which something. was crazy. I had so many uh, hits on my koji from London that I didn't did that I didn't know. So maybe I create a post and say, um, you know, um, who would like to explore London, or you know, hey, hey, London collectors, or something around that to actually target them when I'm doing some of my messaging. But it's also very key to understand the age group, uh, their 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 flavor. Uh, along the way and that will help you with your messaging as well too so that's kind of in a nutshell kind of know your audience it will help you make better decisions uh will keep you a little bit more focused on on how you're laying out your content that we'll talk about on, on step number four
0: so real quick just something about the knowing your audience part i just wanted to share there's a tool that i use a lot myself it's called follower wonk it's a weird name but it's a great tool follower and then w o n k dot com. And you just sign into your account, and you can check yours or other people's. And basically, it breaks it down into all of these different uh, data points where you can see your age range, you can see what what languages people speak, you can see the influence that people have based on how much they get retweets and likes and whatnot. And you can actually see if accounts are legitimate or if some if it makes sense working with a certain person uh, because they have a very similar uh, interaction rate with you
1: uh, it, it, as, as you do you want to know something funny so i was helping a client out and the the, the you started running facebook ads right and i think they were spending like three hundred dollars but they're based out of the washington washington dc area what they didn't do is that they didn't identify their target audience with their ad and they just Ooh. did united states and their numbers looked great as they got a bunch of reach and a bunch of engagement but all that engagement came from california what is someone wow. from California going to do for somebody that's in the Washington, D.C. area? Nothing, especially if the service is like cleaning company. Right. So very, very important to know your target audience. Make sure you know the region, where you're coming from when you start getting into ads. But around messaging, it's really important to to identify those in the very beginning. Are you are you targeting digital artists? Are you are you targeting uh, collectors that? collect, you know, um, generated art, right? Start thinking about those things. And then from there, you can start following those accounts and start engaging with those collectors or those actual uh, creators to actually, you know, create that community of of yours.
0: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see just like how these tools will work for each person individually. So please let us know, like, if there's different tools that you use that we might not mention or don't know of. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback so that we can check them out ourselves and also maybe uh, implement them into our own, you know, workflow. So, um, with that being said, why don't we jump to number two? So the second point we have here is to master your analytics. Now, mm-hmm. um, I feel like speaking from like a student point of view, uh, Creative Owls has definitely taught me a lot when it comes to analytics and just their importance. A lot of the times, from my for for myself and what I do, I would kind of wing it. You know, I'd kind of be like, "Oh, this seems like a good sloppy. time. This is when I'm awake." Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would wing it, you know, and I'd and just be, I'd get frustrated because I'm like, "Man, why is this not getting any uh, engagement? Or uh, mm-hmm. why are the other ones getting engagement and this one's not that I really want the attention on?" And so, um, I would love to hear your thoughts, Greg. I was like, when it comes to like what, like what type of analytics should we be paying attention to? I mean, there's so
2: much information. Um,
1: yeah, so. so- you can check out your Twitter analytics using your Twitter or you go to your settings. What you what you want to look for is what tweet got the most reach, what tweet got the most engagement, right? And if that work, do it again and keep doing it, keep doing it until the wheels fall off and you have to keep thinking of something new, right? Stick to something that works, right? Is it a good morning post, right? Is, a, is it retweeting somebody or is it sharing that you bought someone's artwork, right? Or, you know, or is it a giveaway that a giveaway did really well, right? If it did, maybe I need to do more or maybe I don't, right? Um, And, and kind of use those analytics, especially around posting time. Uh, and that's something that's a little bit kind of, I'm, I'm it's a really, really hard to study the posting time in Web3 because it's scattered all over the world. So I, it's really hard to find that sweet spot. We did a show back of like uh, strategic, when is the best time to post? We talked about Monday, Tuesdays. Sometime saturday or so so it's knowing your 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 target audience like for example if you know that your target audience is the united states it's good to post at like you know 9 a.m 10 a.m 8 a.m when everybody's waking up right but if your target audience is in i'm just talking about the east coast but if your target audience is on the west coast you might want to start thinking about using those analytics and posting at a later time for it to reach the right target audience so that's how those two kind of mix together
0: so so real quick um there's a statistic from, uh, it's called uh, Oberlo.com, uh, and it basically, uh, question is, how much time do people spend on social media? And this is per day. It oh says about gosh. Two and a half hours is the average. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot more, there's a lot less, depending on who. Geez. Um, We're so sick. Two and a half hours.
1: <laughs> That's a I, lot of time. Obviously. No, I, everybody in this room spends more than two and a half hours. If yeah, you do, you go ahead, sure. go ahead and throw a heart. If if you do, don't, don't lie to me. I know how, what you guys are how doing. How do I throw multiple hearts? <laughs> I, I don't know. But but yeah, we we spent a lot. We spent a very very long time on on actual on social media. So we got to make sure it's return on investment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, time is money, right? So you got to make sure that you're using your time wisely. Yeah,
0: I completely agree with that when it comes to, like, just our approach. Like, why are we doing it, you know? So Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of people who who use social media a lot to kind of zone out, to kind of, like, get their brains off of whatever situation they're in or work, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, But one of the things that kind of came to my mind, Al, is how can I use analytics to basically connect different content I have so that, you know, within those two and a half hours that the average person might have um, that a lot of my content can kind of fill up some of that time by them hopping back and forth or checking out other stuff that I'm doing. How would I use analytics to really kind of do that?
1: Oh, man, that's, that's a good question. Um, I guess just kind of know the right time to post. That's my thing. Or just figure out, like, if you're sending people to your Web page. Right, and that that should be your number of thing if you're sending people to your web page and you're you looking at the analytics and you're realizing that they're staying on this landing page longer than the other page, maybe you start moving some of your information from that page over to that main landing page or create some call to actions to get that information across different uh, platforms so hold on, let me take a step back, right, yeah, so say you go into a web page right and that's the web page that you don't want people to go to, but to keep going to this web page. What you can do using the analytics and you say, okay, everybody's going to this web page. Let me create a call to action. Let me create an image that's going to link people to the right information. Okay.
0: So so using the analytics, we can basically, um, I mean, even the types of tweets we use, right? So say, for instance, there's a tweet that we have and the picture we use on it of our artwork or whatever it might be just seem to like blow up would you suggest taking that image and maybe incorporating it into our website somehow or like the same type of style or feel
1: uh maybe the same style and feel like that's what i'm saying if your target audience really likes what you're doing and you're getting good engagement and the analytics prove to it keep going right if you're yeah. announcing milestones and people are, are happy about that keep hitting milestones right keep announcing the good stuff or or talk about your collaborations um I guarantee you guys will always have bigger engagement on posts. If you talk about someone else or you help someone else out always. Yeah.
0: I, I, I appreciate your insight with a lot of the stuff that you've shared with me, because honestly I'm starting to see the return on it now after, you know, months of tweaking things, working on things. And so um, it just takes time, you know, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. it starts somewhere. It definitely uh, takes a lot of time. Let's go ahead and jump to the next one and then we'll go ahead and boost and then we'll, we'll jump into the last two. So, um the next one we have here why, why don't you go a hint hit that up for us
2: yeah
1: um stay current trends to stand out right um memes uh tiktok songs instagram music styles, uh, yeah, styles like, even like bubble right? letters
0: that are like really popular now like 3d bubble letters
1: yeah anything that you see it's trending it's always good to kind of jump on the on that because that's what people are doing um i'm not telling you to to copy everything but add your own flavor to it but what that shows it shows that you're current with the latest trends it shows that you're actually active and as more people see that trend happening more people will either pick it up or recognize it and the fact that you are adopting it shows that you are utilizing your social media platform correctly um the trends don't don't have to be like the dance and stuff like that it can be like news right if you're if you're if you're sharing like current news um around polygon or like let's say rareable just you know Became a polygon partner. Like, those are things that you want to share that's trending and stands out to kind of help the community and it will help show more validation about your project. The last thing that you want to do, I tell everybody, is you want to get away from the open C, open C, open C, open C, open C post and you want to provide some flavor. You want to add some content to your actual social media. So you look, you're looked at as someone that provides value. If you're consistently just posting, hey, check out my artwork, check out my artwork, people are going to be like, okay, we get it. Like, that's fine. You care about yourself. But if you're talking about things for the community, educating people, you'll get a higher return on investment.
0: Yeah, there's there's actually some really good apps. I mean, some of them cost money, obviously, or a lot of them do. Um, there's one I found out. I don't know if you've heard it. It's called Later, Later.com. Yep. Um, and for those who, who might not know, basically, it's a, it's a website you can go to and you can pretty much plan out all of your different posts. And this one's mostly for Instagram. Mm-hmm. but there I'm sure there's many of other uh sites like this for for different platforms, and so you can actually set the times that you want to post what what the type of look you want to go for and also to give you um uh, a mock up of what your posts look like if once they're posted you know so you can organize what looks best as you're going through your posts um to really kind of encourage more engagement more visual uh, pleasure when you're when you're looking at it as a as somebody looking into the to the profile so there's many different tools you can use like that. Um, but let, let me go ahead and go back to more so the end of studying. Owls, is there a certain, uh, like, what's your kind of go to when it, like, a uh, platform to really kind of study things? Mine is Pinterest.
1: Oh my gosh, Pinterest is so good. Um, there's so many sites out there. I usually just use Google and then figure out what the best resources or, you know, ask my community if they know something about it, or I go ahead and check out Maddie versus YouTube <laughs> to learn a little bit, to learn a little bit about things. But you can, I usually try to go to YouTube. YouTube's really good because YouTube, I'm, I'm a visual creator. I'm a visual educator. I'm a visual learner. So watching YouTube videos of people breaking down, it really helps me because then I love always rewinding it or pausing it I like to learn and do it at the same time and pause and go and pause and go and that's usually what helps me kind of learn along the way.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. I, I definitely have used YouTube quite a bit here and there. Um, there's there's a guy called Will Patterson. He's on YouTube. He has great videos. But one of the one of the things he does every single year is he uh, like at the end of one year he'll do what's going to be the next trends for this for this following year. So, so he has great videos and you can actually look up a lot of videos like that, where people will share what their projection is for different trends that will really stand out. So then you can kind of be ahead of the curve. Right. And so as the year goes on people will be like, oh, dang, man, this is staying pretty fresh looking, you know, it's something different and unique. And you can actually start planning out way ahead of time, months ahead, even a, a half a year ahead, you know, of what your posts will look like or your content will look like. So, um, just wanted to share that those, those three points we're going to jump into next two, but first we
1: shall boost
0: anything else before, uh, <laughs> before boost here?
1: no no let's keep
3: the boost going i think we're at a good pace oh boy your voice just cut out you good well it looks like <laughs> looks
0: like owls rugged a little bit let me go and drop them down and bring it back up <laughs> <laughs> all right welcome everyone this is the mega creative show thank you so much for joining us today uh, we are live here every Tuesday and Thursday on Twitter Spaces at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'd like to join us, that'd be greatly appreciated. We'd love to see you around. Um, feel free to, to you know, hop into our spaces when we're live and just be able to learn live. And then also you have the opportunity to, to give some feedback or ask questions or even tweet at us so that we can check that out while we're actually live here. Um, and then before we even go live, we actually spend some time with each other. So uh, with that being said, just wanted to also share some really awesome information we have the mega creative show nfts launching on april 2nd we're very excited about this project about what what you'll see um it's artwork that i made myself on mega retro for those listening um I, I made them myself and just put them together and they're all generated there's th- different rarities there's ones that have gold there's ones that are ruby um and depending on rarity you know hopefully you'll get something uh, more valuable within that random mint uh once that goes live on april 2nd uh we're really excited to present these and to to have these as NFTs because they're not just going to be artwork that you purchase there's a lot of utility with these a lot i mean more than i i would ever think that we normally would do for uh for NFTs, and so it, there's things from you know helping us pick out different topics that we're talking about to co-hosting with us, uh, metaverse specialties. Uh, we're actually talking uh, creative owls are, are planning out the logistics for this, but basically those who are holders, we're gonna do like special, possibly Discord or Zoom uh, type of meetups where we actually have uh, almost like a a 20 minute critique of your your content and really break it down with you and for you so that you can have kind of like a one-on-one with us as others are looking in and listening and learning as well. So there's a lot of things that we want to do for this community. And those are just a few of the things. Uh, There'll be 500 pieces, the first 24 hours or so, we're gonna do it at 10 Matic each. Then the price is actually gonna jump up to 24 or 20 or 24 Matic. We haven't decided. Two, exactly
1: billion, Matic
0: Two <laughs> billion, Matic, bro. Two billion. So, so yeah, just wanted to share that information with you. If you want to know more about that, follow myself, Mega Retro on Twitter, and also my Creative Owls on on Twitter as well,
1: because we you can
0: see our posts. But anyway.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So so Mega. Um, one thing when I first started social media, I realized it is so hard to create a post or it's so hard to create a tweet because you want, you want to make sure you have the right hashtags. You want to make sure it sounds correct. You got spelling errors and it literally, it literally would take me like 20 minutes and be like, damn, does this look good? I would go to Mrs. Owls and be like, can you read it? This is, this (laughs) is, does this look right? Right. So I would kind of go through that process of like, man. And I realized, man, I spent like 30 minutes or so on just one post. Right. And then the post went out and I got like two likes and I was like, damn, I'm not doing it right. So um, I realize there's a better way to actually uh, release social media. There's different platforms. And if you really, really want to be successful around technology and your project is getting big, I highly, highly, highly recommend creating a schedule for your social media, making sure that you have, you're, you're getting your big announcements or you're getting your project out on the right time and the right days. Because yeah. um, it's very, very important to have those things out. If you have a drop, that's on Friday, and you start talking about it Thursday or Wednesday. Don't expect your <laughs> don't expect your 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 shit to sell out. That's just not real yeah. unless unless you know you're a wizard, right? But if you actually plan ahead, just an example like the Polygon. Showcase. I have automated the crap out of those posts where they're coming out every single day at a certain single time there are certain tags and what I've done is that I take like my Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings and I dedicate like a two hour session where I schedule everything out and I think it's like 50 some tweets like in a week or something like that, but they're strategically placed by my analytics. They're strategically targeted to a certain audience, right I'm using my hashtags, I'm using all those things, and what I do after I do that i I can then focus on my business development. I can then focus on my creativity, I can then focus on my collaboration instead of focusing on what is the right tweet that I need to get out there as well too. so it's very important to literally maybe not lay out your entire month but lay out your 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 weekly schedule of okay. Thursday, Friday, I want to post but this time and and just be consistent with it and use some of these tools and applications that are free, right? What do you would you say post later now? Is that the one you use. What was that? What's what's the application they use later?
0: Um that's for Instagram specifically for putting okay. them out, yeah. So,
1: yeah. so yeah, so so you can use tools. I know Facebook itself has like their own back end uh scheduling and it integrates with IG if if you're on that side of things. I personally use. I tell you guys Hootsuite, but automate the crap out of it. Uh, I'm telling you, that's going to help you so much tremendously, and, does, and you're you're going to get your time back.
0: Does does Hootsuite really have like a an edge advantage when it comes to posting? Say for instance with like TweetDeck, because Hootsuite um, does cost money. And TweetDeck is free.
1: I, I um, don't. I haven't used TweetDeck, so I can't speak on it. That's just me personally. Okay. But around Hootsuite, I use it because it links to my Instagram, LinkedIn facebook uh and twitter everything at once and i can Um, literally set one post and it can hit all three platforms at once so if you're thinking of expanding or if you're thinking about hey i want to get on a different social media platform you might not have the bandwidth to actually come up with it so this will help
0: yeah that's something i was actually talking to uh to some of my staff yesterday was just like the desire to want to spread out more to to really kind of use multiple social medias but like also, just not having enough bandwidth mentally and physically to pour that time into it. So trying to figure ways to make sure that if I do one for one, that it may it may be useful to take that
1: and just repost it on another pl- platform. Yeah. And 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 maybe you don't want to automate it. Right. But at least have a, a freaking notepad that says, OK, my, I'm going to be doing this. Right. Might have still releasing it. Viper does a good job. Dean does a good job. Shane has done a great job with with his Misfits uh, Prism. CC, everybody here is starting to actually try to get ahead of the curve instead of saying, hey, guys, I'm dropping. Boom, it's sold out. Stay ahead of the curve. Plan ahead. Plan your, your Twitter spaces ahead as much as possible as well, too. And, and then from there, you'll be able to get a better return on investment of your time. Yeah.
0: So, so for those wondering, Hootsuite, I'm checking it up right now, and they have a promotion going on. Get four months uh, free if you do the annual signup, which is about $49 a month. So mm. it seems expensive, but especially if this is your business and you're really trying to take it seriously, yeah. have those funds, you know, it's definitely worth looking into.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. Think about your war schedule. That's the way I look at it. What is your game plan? How are you going to release it? Is it every Friday, every Saturdays? Even if you're doing a giveaway, plan out your giveaways, right? Uh, I hate getting messages in my inbox and be like, yo, you want to do a giveaway? And I'm like, bro, like I'm like four months already planned out. Like I can't do this right now. <laughs> So,
0: so so real quick, I wanted to share just kind of like one of my mistakes that I made recently that really I've learned from, but hopefully this will help others in here to to learn from it as well. So um first things first is if I'm ever planning on any kind of this was this was actually months ago that I, I was planning this, but um if I if I planned on doing anything in the metaverse, it really is more beneficial that I'm working with somebody like Creative Owls. So really kind of make sure that I'm getting the edge on every single thing that I'm doing. That I'm putting it out there. Like I want his support since he's the one kind of like being known as, as a person within the metaverse, being one planning big events. It's like it would make sense for me to, to team up with him or to work with him or at least get his advice and insight. So that's one of the one mistake I've made, uh, when it come, came to my war game planning and whatnot. Another thing recently is I'm doing these airdrops in April, right? Now, if I would have sat back and thought about my projection here, I need at least a month of advertising this stuff and I only gave myself about a week and a half of advertising it. Um, not just that, it also is I thought I would have enough time, but then because I didn't actually sit down, plan it out, I was just acting more on just a, you know, Oh, on a, the whim of my seat, you know, just making sure I wanted to get something out there for those who are, who are investing in my project. Um, I probably would have been better off planning it for May, you know, but I want to stick to my word uh, about April. So I'm sticking to that, but this gives me an idea for the next time. Okay. You know, this is what I need to do for next time. I need to at least have, you know, a month and a half, a month of uh, a prelude to that actual event that's taking place, find different ways and how to gather people in making different moments where I'm calling to action each week, you know, or what's their specific thing that they're, they're tasked for that week to do to really kind of engage so that I'm really getting the most out of that event that's going on.
1: So uh
0: Owls, any any thoughts on that before I move to the next one?
1: No, I'm excited about number five. I think number five, I think this is like the holy grail that we preach here uh every single day. And and I'm gonna pick on some people here that are actually listening and talk about what they do well as well too. So you wanna hit number five? Yeah, yeah. So the number five is be consistent but patient.
0: Um it's so easy to to be consistent for a week, right? And then all of a sudden the person just falls off the face of the earth and Mm. you don't really see them anymore.
4: Um,
0: Obviously there are real life things that happen. It's very understandable. um, And we're not condemning any of that, but what we're saying is no matter what, regardless of what's going on, um, once you step away, it's going to be harder and harder to get back to that place you were at originally. And so that's why we're talking about also planning out, having your layout is very important, right? That because like, Say for instance I was you you need to go to the hospital for something, God forbid. But you have all your tweets planned out for a whole week or two. Hell yeah, dude. You're all caught up with that. So I'm, you don't have to worry about
1: that. I'm sick your head. Bro, the the anxiety is like and stress is so low, and especially with like ADHD trying to figure a hundred things out, just the stress for you that I know that my project is getting marketed, the messaging is going out without me having to text it manually and I can focus on bigger things, collaboration and creating is the key to growing fast.
0: Yeah. And so, not just that, but how long would you say it takes? Like, in that consistency, I, I've heard somebody Months. say, you know, basically 90 days is when you start to see any kind of return on what yeah. you did. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I also look at it as the content. Is the content good? Is the content valuable, right? If you're consistently providing valuable content, you're going to get a higher engagement and people are going to engage with you higher with all your social media platforms right? You can, yeah. can keep posting the open OpenC links, yes, which is great, but if you add a little flavor, a little bit of style, a little bit of collaboration, maybe retweet Creative Owls, maybe talk about the Polygon Showcase, you're more likely to get more, a little bit more engagement uh, along the way. Yeah,
0: I I, I definitely feel like there's a, there's this moment where I had to really kind of step back and just have that realistic talk with myself, like, hey man, you know, stop getting all these, like, unrealistic expectations of, like, like, yeah, you can push it. You can, you can put as much work as you want into it, but you have to be realistic that if I'm going to go outside and plant a seed, I'm not going to go out the next day and expect there to be a full plant and fruit on it, you know, or even a full plant. Um, so we need to understand that what we plant today in our work, in our ethic and how we approach our, our, our work schedule, our work plan, um, that is going to affect what we see in the next few months, you know, that so... start to see it come down the
1: line. So Mega, I always talk about messaging, and, and it takes like you know one to four times people look at it. Okay, four to eight times people are like, okay, I, I might click on it. You know, eight eight to eight to twelve, they might click on it and be like, okay, what is going on? By the time they see the post like twelve to fifteen times, they're going to be like, what am I missing out on? Why do I yeah. keep seeing Creative owls? Why do I keep seeing Mega Retro? Why do I keep seeing So Much? Why do I keep seeing Secret? Right? Why do I keep hearing about bots? Right? Um, and those type of things, because they're consistently doing it every single day. You know, you have someone like coin laundry that is consistently showing up in Twitter spaces and literally just spreading love and talking about his project. He's shielding, but he's doing it on a daily basis and he's consistent with it. You have someone like Soma, you know, she's hopping all over Twitter spaces just, you know, to talk about her project, but you know, she's consistent because every Friday she tries to drop. Right. She's that cons- great
0: alpha too. Whenever she's hopping up, she's done, oh, she yeah. doesn't just share about her project a lot of times too.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's a beast. She'll she'll be sharing about the
0: space and and just real good information.
1: Then you have someone like Vance, right? Vance is consistent by showing up. She does her health. Now she's actually expanding her war plan and her target audience now that she knows who it is. And now she's actually collaborating with bigger artists that are around the mental health to support her as well, too, because now she has a clearer roadmap, right? Now she has a better schedule, and now she knows how to be more consistent now with her new spaces that she has with Killer, uh, Killer Cat and Secret. Um, at you know every wednesday with cafecito and pancito so those are the things you keep building those things over time you're going to be successful don't think that you're going to do it for one week and you're going to blow up or you're going to get a bunch of engagement that's not real the organic slow reach will always always benefit you on the the long term
0: and i just wanted to throw this out there too two people that that stand out to me is cc and bdk like just I mean, uh, VDK doesn't have her own project yet, and then Cece is just more recent that she's bringing her stuff into the into the mix. And so it's like mm-hmm. even if you're not like fully into it as many as other people or don't have your own project, look at their example of like how involved they are in communities. And like that oh, yeah. itself is a seed they're planting for people saying, hey, look, oh, when's your project coming out? When are you going to bring a project? And so people are building that anticip- anticipation for you know, when is something going to come.
1: You know who's doing a really good job I've seen is Samantha Marie. Samantha has done a really good job with her community, trying to grow her eight community, talking about empowering women, uh, community leader. And she does a really good job in doing that. And she's actually connecting and growing her community way beyond what we're doing. She's on Ethereum. She's on Polygon. She's she's all over the place, but she's consistently doing it. Now she's hosting spaces and doing those things along the way that is great. You have someone like Keno that's down there. What's up, Kino? Who's consistently providing value to the community Talking about analytics, talking about the real problems, and helping people that are confused around social media, and continuously educate and continuously be patient. And you know, her account is consistently growing because she's providing value. It's not open C, open C, open C, open C, no. right?
0: Can Can I just say something about that too, Al? Is uh, that consistency that this fifth point we're talking about? Be consistent, about patient. It also helps us to know how to market someone that's our friend. Because we know that they have a specific yes. target they're going for. Like yes. some some people, it's like, I want to share your project. I want to share what you do, but you don't know what you're doing. You know, so like, it's hard for me to do that if, if you don't know. And so uh, it's really important for us to make sure that us as individuals, that we're really like, what's our title? Like, what are we doing? So like for for Creative Owls uh, and I, we made sure that we said we're NFT educators and we want to onboard people into understanding Web3. And so that's what we do. That's what we focus on. So anytime people talk about us, that's what they can bring up first. Sure, we have projects and stuff like that. We have other things going on, but whatever it is that you want to be known as for your title, this is now's the time to do it. Like, don't waste that time that you have.
1: So Baluga spent, geez, like a year or some plus hosting Twitter Spaces. It's been a year. Well, yeah. Well, I think he started back, I think March, March or April, twenty twenty one. What? I didn't know he was doing that long. Yeah. So and it used to be just him, Jay, and Dave, and maybe Crypto Falk and 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 some other people, and that was it. And he went at it every single day, and you know, they still go at go at it every single day, right? Yeah. Look off. Look how far Baloo is going. Just be on consistent, on the consistent tip, right? Um, because he actually 20K. <laughs> yeah approaching 20k, but he's actually positioned himself because he actually was consistent and he had patience, right? And and you figured out, okay, I don't need to do crazy things, but if I just do this one thing right and I'm consistent with it every single day from 2 to 4 o'clock, show up in Twitter spaces and either host or or just become a speaker is even great. And I know what he's trying to do now is to be more consistent of being like an MAA speaker and really onboarding uh, artists over to… Um, the NFT space as well too. So be consistent. Don't be scared to make changes along the way, but stick to it. And another thing that you guys can do is is like A-B testing, right? Put out a tweet and then put out another tweet and see which one gets the most engagement. Test test the messaging, t- test the, 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 the graphics, but be mm-hmm. consistent with that to try to get like a, a feel what's going to work best for your audience along the way.
0: I, I also think that's good to have a couple of friends who... Maybe like even if you had like your own DM group, not for the sake of sending like you know, oh retweet this and like this type of stuff, but more so like hey man, I would love your insight, I would love your feedback on uh, what what are your thoughts on my post? You know sometimes I'll send it to Creative Owls and say like, oh does this look okay? Bro like, how does bro, everything?
1: Li- listen this listen guys, I'm human. The other day I scheduled thirteen posts and I misspelled Polygon Showcase. <laughs> <laughs> I literally misspelled Polygon Showcase in a hashtag, and I saw like Dash Radio retweeted it, and I'm like, "Golly, man!" <laughs> exactly, exactly. So literally, I ran to my computer, opened up whose tweet, and adjusted and fixed everything. Where it'd be really nice if I were to maybe have like a bigger team, or maybe be able to share some of these things with Post and be like, "Hey, what is, does this sound right?" right? Does this context sound right? It's always good. It's always good to get feedback along the way, especially because we're all in such a tight niche community and you have a lot of people that are thought leaders or people that have been doing this for a while. It will never hurt to ask someone for their opinion and feedback. Just be open to get criticism, right? And, but make yeah. sure that you're, you're asking for good criticism, right? And make sure you're, you're asking it to people that are going to actually give you real answers and not kind of shit on your project. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: um, uh Kino, I did send you an invite if you want to hop up and share some insight on the things we talked about. But uh, just a real quick recap of of those five different different uh tips to master your Web3 social media. Number one, know your audience. It's important to know exactly who you're marketing to and who you're trying to reach out to. Because if you're aiming an arrow and you're not aiming at the target, then what's the use of holding the arrow back right and shoot, right? So you need to make sure you understand where you're going to shoot your information to. Uh number 2 master your analytics understanding what your analytics are, are are having not just about who's seeing it but where they're clicking where they're going, where they're coming from where they're going to uh making sure your website is set up in a way where you're able to grab that information understand how to how to capitalize on it number 3 study current trends and stand out there's different apps like pinterest behance instagram youtube where you can actually see what trends are going to be or projected to be in the next year And so understanding that and maybe somehow incorporating that into your design or look or feel, or maybe like your, your, uh, you know, start separating it into maybe like different season pro, uh, promotional looks, uh, you can start doing that. to really kind of stand out differently. Um, number four, lay out your war schedule. Make sure that you lay out your plans, schedule your tweets, be, be ahead of the game, ahead of the curve. So that if anything does come up or if other things want to take your time, you're able to dedicate it to those things because now you're free. You don't have that in the back of your head. And then the fifth thing is be consistent but patient. You know what? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't expect a seed to just grow right away once you plant it. It takes time. But you need to be consistent and continue to plant every
1: single day. Right? (laughs) Yeah. It's so true, man. And I think we need to do one here in the future around how to write Messages, how to write captions, how to write comments uh correctly because there's a there's a certain algorithm to that, right where I think if you reply to somebody and you just throw them fire signs, it really doesn't do anything for them right um or or replying to people as well too and uh, I also want to talk about in the future is storytelling. It is yeah. so important to talk about storytelling to talk about where you're from, where you're coming from, what challenges. And, and that's how you connect with people in the real world. Like everybody here is is new to the Web3. Everybody here might be new to social media, and it's a challenge, right? So that's why we're here today to learn. I my per, I my personal self have failed miserably when I first got onto Twitter because I didn't know the platform. I didn't know my target audience. I didn't know my analytics, and I didn't even know like what how to use the applications. Right. Or or what tools are actually part of the 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 application. And I think that's also something that we should talk about here in the future, Mega, is like each social media platform has different tools. And it's really good for you to understand what those tools or those features are to help you along the way. You've got memories, you got share, uh and and a whole bunch of other things, but that's for a whole different topic.
0: Yeah, there's there's so much we could dive into and kind of like dissect this whole conversation. Um, but hopefully you're able to get a lot of information from those five tips. Uh, I would you like to welcome a, a special guest we have up here?
1: Yeah, uh, we, we have Kino up here. Keno is an amazing person. She really helps out with Twitter algorithms. She's a thought leader in the women tech space. She's a photographer. She picks on me. She's really good on dad jokes. <laughs> um, she's really, really good about talking about herself. So we're not going to, we're not going to do that. So I'm going to introduce her. Um, so Keno, <laughs> Welcome to the mega creative show. We're talking about, you know, mastering your web through around social media. You kind of heard some of the topics that we talked about today. Is there anything particular that, you know, you, you feel like we should kind of talk about or anything that you want to kind of cap?
3: Oh, goodness. Um, somebody said be consistent. And now my ADHD just wants to stim on be consistent. Be be <laughs> consistent. It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. That's what's in my brain right now. There's nothing else. Um. Hi. Um, it's good to be here, friends. Um, I suppose when we're talking about, um, content platforms that you touched on, it's important to recognize that Twitter has eight different content platforms. And I suppose, um, marrying that to an earlier point about staying ahead of the game, um, I also think that it's important to recognize that Twitter is innovating at an exponential rate right now. Um. There are multitudes of algorithms on Twitter as well that they are implementing, and I foresee them having a much more seamless social media experience. So, with the eight platforms that we have right now, only two of them work very well together, and that's spaces in the timeline. But of course, we've just introduced communities, and I foresee quite a bit of innovation with that. Reason being, I think, is that we're modeling after Instagram, where Instagram, you know, we kind of think of it as an aging banana. Um, it, uh, it did very poorly with, um, integrating, especially into Web3, but it is still the most, um, the most com- uh, complete, excuse me, social media experience where you can be both discovered as well as monetized all on one platform and that is enormous for a lot of creators to not have to convert to another platform is fantastic but no other social media platform has that except loosely TikTok um and uh, the the meta umbrella using like shoppables and things like that um but anyway i i definitely foresee twitter becoming much more seamless um, as far as marketing and conversion is concerned so I think that we're in the right place, and I think that Twitter's heart, at least, is hopefully in the right place going forward. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very optimistic about uh, Web3 on Twitter, and I hope that Twitter does a good job um, implementing all of these changes, making a seamless social media experience, and ensuring that they are taking care of artists as we enter into Web3.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much, Keno. <laughs> I don't know if y'all are listening in, but this is amazing information. She
1: just drops bombs and leaves. Dude, I Kino... am
3: so tired right now. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> no, you're not tired.
1: You are not
0: tired. Let's not go there. It's, it's called um, the consistency. Even when so, you're tired, you still show
1: up. So, so <laughs> Keno, it- one, one thing I want to talk about, and everybody here that's listening, right, Um, I really started getting into, like, audiobooks, podcasts, maybe, like, you know, maybe three or four or four years ago really. And now that I'm seeing um, you know, platforms like Twitter, it makes me realize there's such a demand for was it audio social or social audio? Social audio. I, yeah. And basically it's like what we're doing right now. It's we're we're using our, our social media platform, but we're using it through audio. We're just talking, we're communicating, and that's allow us to share information a lot faster on social media platforms. So We've seen what Clubhouse do it. Now we're seeing Twitter do it, and and that's something that like I'm really looking into, and that's why I invested in, into being a speaker and creating you know the Mega Creative Show because I'm seeing this as a great tool for social media platforms. And I saw on Facebook they actually have your own kind of like Twitter space that you can actually start running as well too. So uh, the adoption is coming with with an audio social. For me personally, that's the way I look at it. Mega.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much the next stage I feel like for podcasting. It's like, a uh, really community based type of podcasting for those who want to, uh, kind of like what we're doing right now. You know, we're, this is going to be on a podcast, but it'll, it opens up the opportunity for us to, um, have a format where we're teaching and talking and then bring people up if we want to, uh, kind of like we did with Kino up here. So, um, there's a lot of things we can definitely incorporate into the, the
1: social audio. I, we're going to boost the room real quick. I'm going to ask Kino one more question. We're going to bring up Crypto. Beluga, I'm going to bring you up. Selma, if you're around uh, as well too, or Coin as well too, or any thought leaders that want to come up here and share some insights around some of the Web3 things that you are doing now to actually implement or enhance your social media. We'll love to hear from you. Uh, Prism, feel free to hop up here. I know you're you're consistently learning. So, um, Mega, I'll let you boost, and then I'm going to ask Kino a question, and then I'm going to talk to Crypto. Sounds good. Thank you so much,
0: everyone, for being here. This is the Mega Creative Show. Uh, today we are diving into five tips to master your Web3 social media. Um, these are some big hitters of tips that we were sharing, and hopefully you got a lot out of them. Uh, we went over them quite fast, I feel like, but we definitely were able to provide uh, some some dissection for them, uh, for people to learn and and, and grow from them. So. If you want to learn more, feel free to listen to the recorded version of this on Twitter, or you can also listen to it once, uh, once it releases on um, podcast form. Uh, We're live here every single Tuesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter Spaces. You can find myself at Mega Retro NFT or my co host here uh, at My Creative Owls on Twitter. Follow us, tell us what you like about the cast. And we'd love to see you around.
3: Follow us. Hit
0: the merch. Yes, follow us. Hit <laughs> the merch. Oh, um,
1: thanks, so, Meg. I appreciate it. You want me to hit the announcements real quick?
0: Can you can you hit up uh, what's coming up this Saturday?
1: Saturday <laughs> we have the Polygon Showcase uh, April 2nd and April 3rd. Again, the biggest event in the NFT community on the Polygon blockchain. We are partnered with Polygon Studios, partnered with Dash Radio, and Spatial one of the biggest events that's going on here within the community. We've already, I saw, I checked out last night, we've already sold 350 tickets. And I think that's amazing from where we started uh, January, wow. where even January that weekend, we had like over 2000 people, but we didn't have like a ticket seller or anything like that. Now it's a little bit more structure. Things are a little bit more prepped. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting a big turnout uh, for this event. And then, Uh, Right after that event, we're going to talk about the next event so people can actually start registering along the way, too. So that's something that we're going to be taking place uh, here this weekend.
0: Thanks, you. Thanks so much, man. Um, Yeah. So we're excited to to continue moving forward here. If you're coming up as a speaker, we ask that you retweet this out, let people know that we're live here. Um, But also, if you're just listening in, if you got something out of what we're teaching here and what we're sharing, this is free education. We would love to have you share this information out there and let people know that you know we're – we're a thing. <laughs> uh, so they're able to join us next time when we're live here. So, with that being said, you ready to open up the floor?
1: Yeah. And if this is your first time here, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Mega Creative Show. We we literally, there's no shielding and chilling. Maybe I might shield a little bit. Maybe Mega might. A little bit.
0: <laughs> I shield uh, when we stop at the yeah. end and then you oh, leave. Oh. I'm like, hey.
1: <laughs> but we really try to talk about our projects, NFTs, and kind of growing in the Twitter community. Uh, this is how we grow together. So always feel free to to hop up here. We are here Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, and I want to turn back over to Kino real quick. Kino, I've got two question two two questions for you. Well, one question, two answers. You know, you do a lot of talking about Twitter algorithm. You really studied it, and you really kind of see how it works. What are What are the two things that you should honestly do today to really enhance your, your, your Twitter, uh, algorithm?
3: Lord, um, that doesn't even start with the algorithm. Um, honestly, <laughs> the first thing that I usually talk about is identifying your target audience and then knowing the difference between your community and your target audience. Um, I suppose if I go straight to the algorithm, though, so... It would be to learn interest and relationship. Um Both are, uh, I'm sorry, uh, interest in particular is in my pinned tweet. Um, but interest ranks content in in several different ways. Um, first, it prioritizes content that the algorithm has identified as interesting to the user. In the space, we tend to say things like, well, just engage with other people's content that you're interested in and the algorithm will show up for you. It, it's way more complicated than that. Um, it ranks importance of tweets by, uh, followed accounts, engaging tweets with, um, within the, uh, your determined community, adjacent content, engaging tweets that things are interested in is the fourth actual, um, ranking of importance by tweets. And then of course, in case you missed it. So the, the interest factor is quite in depth and I, it, it, is true that if you engage with content that you're interested in that yes it's going to show you more of that content however it's also important to recognize that the algorithm works both ways it shows you content based on how you engage on twitter but also shows your content to other people as you train your own algorithm and naturally everyone has their own algorithmic sorting Since the only controllable factor in this space is you and your own behaviors, I would focus on your behaviors as well as helping others by engaging with them. So in short, um, the algorithm is mutually beneficial and it is within your best interest to be interested in others within this space.
0: Dang, that's great insight. Here we go again. I like how she ended up, ended with... It is in our best interest to help others as well,
1: right? Yeah.
0: You just um, provide value for
1: people, help people <laughs> out. I mean, that's honestly how, like, you'll, you'll get engagement and, and help people out. I'm seeing, you know, people are starting to create their own Twitter spaces, and they're helping people out. I know Coin and Deuterium, my guy – Little Neil, they're doing things like during the week to kind of help boost people's, you know, what is your hump day? What are your goals? I know Smashbox does things on Friday and Saturday, and they're uplifting, and they're just trying to get back to the community. And those are things that are really going to participate and be a little bit different along the way. Yeah.
0: So why don't we go ahead and open up the floor here to a couple of different people. Um, we're trying to approach it a little differently. Uh, it's no longer how we would just kind of have a free-for-all. Uh, we really do want to make sure that we give each person uh, some time and attention. So uh, we're not bringing up tons of people, but we'll bring up a small handful. So uh, we've got on our list here. we got number one, crypto, then Beluga, then Prism. So uh, number one, crypto. We'd love to hear yeah. your thoughts on this topic. Yeah,
4: for sure. If Prism wants to go first, uh, you can you get your hand.
1: You're good, man. You're up.
4: Okay, for sure. So um, it's kind of funny because like this is my topic. Like when you, when I saw this today, I was kind of hyped because like I'm I actually run a social media marketing agency. So nice. um, everything you've been talking about kind of hits uh, hits home. One thing that I was a little bit confused about is <laughs> I don't know if um you've dove deeper into Later, but Later is like my number one tool that I love. I love Later, Hootsuite, and then also Buffer. Buffer's good as well. The only thing with them is if you don't pay money, they're harder to use because you only you're limited, very limited. But Later also has like like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Pinterest. So I think there's a lot of tools that you can leverage. And then if you can like talk about it and you know how to like schedule all your posts out, um, you can kind of really reduce all the work you're putting in right forward, I guess, because I'm a front loader. I like to throw all my work on like, okay, today, I'm going to do all of Twitter, all of Instagram, all of stuff like that. I mean, I've been my, with my, we have with number one crypto, we have like me and Brad do all the socials. And I think we put right now, both of us combined, put like 60 hours a week in all of our socials. These were on everything because we like to cast a wider net but um obviously I know as a one person team that's not really realistic if you're doing everything else so I think knowing your audience is a good thing but I also think not limiting yourself to only one thing is also a good thing especially yeah. because I feel like the NFT and Polygon community is growing to different platforms so I think it's to be aware as well because we right now, well as you know we we grew on Twitter pretty fast for us like we go like we're over 500 now which is amazing and we're also, our TikTok is popping off as well because I feel like not only NFTs, but everything. I feel like, I, this is me being personal. I feel like TikTok has the best algorithm of any of the social media. Wow. Here
1: we go. Here we go, Kino. <laughs> Here we go. So Keno is actually a big, she actually was boosting TikTok uh, a lot uh, over the last couple of weeks. So keep keep going, Crypto. I just want to say you're on point with what what you're talking about.
4: No, I feel like TikTok dude. huge. And I feel it's um it's it's good to ride curves and I feel like riding the TikTok curve for any business right now or corporation, I'm sorry.
0: Oh shit, oh there he's busy. He's
4: busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not answering that. Okay. my, my employee will get it. I'm managing a story. Anyway, um <laughs> sorry. But I feel like TikTok riding the cur- curve of TikTok right now is huge on any any business, any corporation. Because right now it's, it's a curve that you can ride high because my friend is doing TikTok series and he wants to be like an influencer on mm-hmm. a door. So he's like saying he's trapped in a door and he can't push it open and he posts one yesterday and it's he already he at 25,000 mm-hmm. uh, views and he, he has 1000 followers. So I think the algorithm for TikTok, if you're putting content, some of them were hit, but yeah. at the same time, go ahead.
1: So, I think that's good for like getting the word out, but for like lead conversions of like them finding your yeah. website and then going to your Koji and all that stuff, those yeah. are the things I want to track. Cause I, I like that's the thing about TikTok. Look, swipe, look, swipe, look, swipe, share, look, swipe, look, swipe, look, swipe right? It's not really like yeah. you stop and be like, shit, let me actually see what they got going on unless like the content is super fire. Right. So those are the other things that I work on. Kino, you hear me, is like the conversions on the return on investment for, for all that work.
0: Yeah. Uh, number one crypto. I, I think you're just hitting it right on the head. Um, It's awesome to hear that you have your own Hell yeah. um, company for that. Uh, but when it comes to what you were talking about specifically, I checked out buffer. It actually looks like a pretty decent site. Uh, it has like really affordable plans, uh, from, from a free version to $5 a month to $10 a month if you have a team and then $100 a month if you have like a whole agency. But, um, it's pretty cool. It's, I'm definitely checking that out. But what would you say for you, number one crypto is like, uh, your process when you're, when you're planning things out, right? I really want to kind of hear, uh, when you're keep planning under, things out,
1: keep it under a minute crypto. Okay.
0: <laughs> when you're planning things out. How many tweets do you try to do per day? And is there a certain amount of time in between the tweets
4: that you try to buffer? So when I plan out, first of all, I have Asana, which is a project management platform. I actually talked to Luga about this recently. And it's basically you can plan everything out what you want to do. But for Twitter alone, for number one crypto, I personally do three tweets a day, which isn't a lot. But we have engagement. So I, I I like a certain amount. I comment on a certain amount. And I have to run the engagement for a certain amount. So I have that on Asana and I just go through the task and it like shows up my phone like, hey, go do this right now. Get on Twitter right now, do that stuff. I have to be on a certain amount of spaces a day and I guess it's just planning what What are you looking for? Like in Twitter, we're looking for, you know, we want to grow our YouTube and all that. So with that, we have to say, okay, how much, how much how day are we willing to sacrifice and how do we want to allocate that? I don't know if that helps, but like I guess it depends yeah. on your audience for the time frames. It's a lot. Social media marketing and any kind of marketing is a lot. But I'm trying to give you like a brief rundown. But basically, no, you I have to know your audience. You have to know when they're on. When they're on and what.
2: Yeah. What can, you? You're, you're know, kind of so going in and a out. Lot me more than you.
4: I can do. Than I'm talking about now. It's just a huge conversation.
2: Thank you, crypto. Appreciate the, oh, the alpha. And thanks uh, for being yeah, here. I
1: appreciate
3: it. I can't be really...
0: Thank you so much, man. We appreciate your insight and, uh, we look
3: forward to hearing more from you in the near future.
0: Um, especially about this topic, <laughs> but, uh, we're going to move to the next person. We got here is Beluga, the one and only Beluga Bay. Hope you're doing great today, Beluga. We'd love to hear your thoughts on our topic of
1: five steps to master your web. What's up, Beluga? Social
2: media. What, uh, um, I encourage you to quit Twitter Spaces.
1: That's what I did. Right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, make an announcement. Go Beluga, off. no. Go off, Bluga. No, Go no, off. So, what? Um, Hold on, yeah, listen.
2: I, I put in my notice today about being a host. I'll be up on stage, but um, I'm moving into a more leadership role oh. inside our community. So that's that's an alpha for you. Um, not not that I don't love everybody. It's just it's gotten to a point where you guys are handling things and and you really don't need a 50 year old man telling you how to run your social media um that being said the way i handle my social media is more like a conversation so i come up with things that i want answers to and then i ask the public Um, i try to keep it engaged um you know just keep it simple Uh, i don't do a bunch of automated posts um i find that when i ask questions i get the most um and and if i share alpha i get the most uh engagement so uh, i i don't have like this like schedule 20 posts I, I can't i can't i can't handle that um it's just not my personality uh, and i know it works for you guys but i like to keep it as organic as possible so if you, if you go to my feed it's all about asking real questions that i want to engage with the community about and i try to follow up on that um and so that's just my my way of handling it
0: no that's great man yeah that's that's a good point to make is that everyone will approach it differently um have you ever thought about like even with like your questions um like the start of like a provoking question or your thoughts about planning those out too, like scheduling them or are you more so just like kind of like where how you however you feel that at that time you kind of just go with that
2: um i i just like to leave it simple keep it as simple as possible because uh, i like for things to look i mean i I like for things to be organic so i know that when i tried hootsuite and all that stuff it just it didn't feel right. And I was always panicked that it was going to send something out and I wasn't going to like it. I wasn't going to be around to control it. So, um, I'm just a control freak like that. If you know my project, you know, everything's got to be like a certain way. Um, at least the, the graphics have to be a certain way. So, um, yeah, it's just me being quirky and I know that it's absolutely not the way to do it, but it works for me. Yeah. But it still
0: works though. Right. That's the point in, uh, I feel like the thing, though, is that that something people might not understand if they're just kind of just looking into to so how you go about it, is you've spent a lot of time developing where you're at right now over the year. You know that you've been really kind of pushing your spaces and stuff of like that and interacting with people. Is uh is your approach way different than when you first started?
2: Yeah, it's a little bit different because I I learned that people want engaging stuff and they just don't want like flashy. So anytime I did like, I spent like an hour and made things move and do all this other stuff. It was like, nobody really cares. Like they look at it for five seconds. So, (laughs) um, I mean, it's cool. And I'm sure like, but like once you're at 16,000 followers, it's like, no, me trying to interact with every single thing that's posted is that's the thing you got to plan for is, what happens when you post something and 300 people respond to it, or maybe not even that many, like 50 respond to it. Are you going to be able to go back and like engage with those people? So um it's one yeah. of the things to be careful for what you wish for because you'll, you'll get it. Um But also plan for it. Um it's, Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how to really explain it other than, no, that's
0: great. Yeah. I, I appreciate your insight because honestly, I, I don't. I also don't want this to be kind of like just a, an echo chamber where everyone's just all the same person, right? I, I like the idea that you're coming into this and you have a different perspective, a different approach, but yet you still have a successful growth and um and engagement within your tweets. So there's something to be said about there's other approaches than
2: what we're talking about as well. So um, I'm the ying to. Uh... C- creative owls
0: <laughs> that's actually perfect i love that
2: oh goodness
0: <laughs> thank you so much beluga and also uh that alpha you just shared i had no idea so um i'm happy that that you're kind of finding what you want to do personally and honestly i just want to say thank you so much for for spearheading just what you've been doing over this past year for our community um if it wasn't for you i probably wouldn't have started spaces at least for a while uh, and then also creative owls and I probably would not have found each other and many other people in here. So there's something to be said about what you had to pour into the community and for you to pass the baton over. We just want to say thank you so much for that, man.
1: Faluga, are we well, still gonna do the town hall? Are we still yeah, gonna do the polygon town hall? It's Friday? <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, wait, Never. So to clarify stuff. I'm not on a, a on a like bed of wood and going not party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just not posting for God. I keep getting all these messages. Oh, thank you. Good luck with your retirement. I'm not... (laughs)
1: you guys heard it here first uh beluga
2: I'm I'm literally i'm like on a, a funeral pyre right now he, he
1: everybody like, everybody if you're a friend of beluga go ahead and send him some dms right now let's flood him let's spam him let's bring him back to life
2: congratulations on your retirement <laughs> or, like Y'all got the, like, cardio paddles out mm-hmm. clear.
1: Everybody, <laughs> send all the hearts over to Beluga right now. All you have to do is tap and then hit hearts. It's flooding yeah. right now. Oh, um, I just froze myself. <laughs> <laughs> don't rug on us. Okay? Don't
0: don't disconnect. Um, All right. So thank you so much, Beluga, for that. We appreciate you. I think Owl's probably disappeared. Are you still there? Oh, I think he rugged himself. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? All right, let me drop him down. <laughs> too many emojis. Too many emojis. He's having too much fun. Come on, man. No more no more fun for you. All right. right, This bring it back up. Uh, next up we have is Prism. Prism, thank you so much for being here, man. We appreciate you. Um, I'm guessing you're a long-time listener, uh, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on the five steps to master your Web3 social media.
2: Hey mega and creative owls uh yes, I've been a long time listener long term <laughs> fan the uh, yeah I, I thought
0: uh wow, the topic is really great uh I think it's really a really smart uh topic. I know that uh I learned a few things today and i things I was thinking about what I know you kind of mentioned it in passing was pinterest, and uh, I was wondering i I had done some work with pinterest but I, I was wondering if anybody's had any success with that or uh, what you thought what your further thoughts were yeah. I, if you wouldn't mind getting
2: into that um, and then uh, yeah I, I think R- the real thing. quick let me
0: answer that yep. real quick okay. and then and then we could jump to your next thing um, and I would love to hear Kino if you have a if you have insight on this as well but for myself for Pinterest they were recently bought it I believe they were re- recently purchased and then also they've started in- incorporating a lot more stories into their posts and apparently they're kind of on like a new like rebrand resurgence type of deal so um, is definitely worth checking them out if you want to provide content for them um but I just use it mostly just to you know find inspiration uh for myself not not so much for posting keno did you have any any insight on that um
3: my pinterest takes are probably outdated <laughs> uh, for the most part, I saw it as an s e o based platform more than anything, so if you write copy uh manage a website or any link based uh content. I think it's absolutely incredible because um the uh, the the algorithm just works seamlessly with uh with platform conversion. Um but I, I do think that um in order for Pinterest to be or for it to have used to been um successful then um you need to have a very healthy grasp of how SEO works in particular. It's it's just it's a little bit different than uh, than other traditional social media websites.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Um and for my approach, I mean, would it, would it be would it be a type of platform where it's like you can post a couple things here and there and don't have to worry about like a regiment or like a consistent schedule or is it also kind of the same type of layout where the algorithm is looking for that consistent uploading from any kind of creators on that platform?
3: No, just like anything, I think consistency is very important, especially when you consider an SEO basis. So Google is constantly looking mm. for updated data, good keywords, etc. And Pinterest relies very heavily on that. So yeah, I think that um, consistency across Pinterest and f- frankly, I can't think of a single social media platform that uh, that doesn't apply to.
0: I appreciate that, Kino. Thank you so much. Owls, are you there? Are you back?
1: yeah i can't believe i did that <laughs>
0: <laughs> you pressed too
1: beluga beluga that's instant karma just kicked me out <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness
0: uh well that was the, that was the, all the people that we that we had intention to bring up is there anything I, else y-
1: yeah i wanted i bring up uh cloud real quick you wanted to hop on here cloud yep. uh let me know what you got real quick yeah man thanks for bringing me up
5: real quick uh just wanted to say I really think that uh, the main focus really here is, of course, kind of the traditional routes of uh, just growing Twitter, really, is the primary one. Uh, but, yeah, for myself, what I found that works is, of course, uh, I think that the key is not to try to gain game, game algorithms. At least that's my opinion. I think the algorithms were really put in place uh, to help filter and find the most human, to find the people mm-hmm. who are getting the engagement, among other things. To me, I think you should just be yourself, put yourself out there in Twitter spaces, really engage with people. And I think that's how it's going to go, man. I think trying to game the system in terms of the algorithm defeats the whole purpose of the algorithm. Like, I don't want people gaming the algorithm. And I look at my feed, and it's some robot who's gaming the algorithm, and it's sitting right there for me. Uh, I think we just want to see human interaction, man. And if yeah. you're doing that and getting out there every day, you know, that's how you're going to be seen. And that's how, how you're going to grow organically, man. Absolutely never pay for promotion, anything like that. That's all a waste of time. I wouldn't touch that. In fact, you'll probably hurt yourself while losing money. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, organic engagement is probably the best way to do that rather than trying to game the system. But that's just my honest opinion. So thank you guys for having me
0: up here. Thank you so much, Cloud. Yeah, I would say what you had to share is just like the cherry on top for our conversation today where it really does boil down to the authenticity authenticity and then also what is your intention by what you're doing right because just like you said you can have you can use all the algorithms you want but if your intention is to either scam or spam or whatever it might be um it's not going to be perceived well and then also you're going to probably be wasting your time and then depending on how you approach it like if your intention is to really grow your community i feel like your approach to scheduling tweets and whatnot will be different than somebody who's just trying to just grab somebody to to flip something you know or to grab some money real quick so that's that's kind of my view on it um but i really do appreciate your insight man uh, i appreciate coming up here and sharing that with us um w- one question for you is when it comes to your i used to do approach it from more of an organic type of approach is there certain tweets that you really like to do that really kind of enforce an, uh that type of engagement of organic reach No, I don't really like
5: to schedule anything. I'm kind of spontaneous in everything from my pitches to how I engage with people.
3: The only thing I
5: find that uh, works for me really well is um, I always shout out people when they make sales. I always shout out people when they're following. You know, I just recognize, because I currently am running the largest, to my knowledge, uh, group chat network on Polygon. So I just always make sure to uh, give credit to everyone else. And uh, that's where my engagement comes from. So, uh,
0: yeah. No, that's great. Uh, with the with encouraging people and reaching out about their own goals too. We were just talking about that about uh you know basically shilling and pitching other people's projects and and what's going on in, in their world is going to help you to look a lot more human and come across more uh, more genuine. Owls.
1: Yeah, it's a great way to look at it. Uh, I'm on the other side of the coin, Cloud. Uh, I I do like the organic stuff. I do like asking questions, but for me as a business owner as the person who's very limited in time, there are certain things that I have to automate and my posts can, can be still be organically and I can literally good, put some good thought into it, but there's certain things around like just regular, you know, getting people to my discord or, or, or even just sharing my project that, um that has to be done for me so I can actually grow faster. Otherwise I'm going to, I'm, I'm a person that's like will sit on a tweet or a post for 10 minutes, trying to figure out how to write it. and, um, I, I gotta move, I gotta be fast and I want to grow quick. So mm-hmm. all fantastic things. I really like your point of view and organically the way you grow is, is definitely, doesn't matter what all social, what, what social media platform you grow. You want to grow organically. If you start doing the paid ads, um, yeah. you could, you can run into some trouble where you might get a big, you know, big, you know, plus on views or sessions or engagement. But then what happens after the money runs out? shit, I got to double down, right? Uh, the algorithm
0: finds out and then now they shadow ban. You yeah.
1: And only it. that. And like, especially if you're running ads, like, you know, I don't know if you, 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 I'll just talk about this real quick. If you ever run ads, you don't ever want to run just one little ad at, 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 at your target audience. You don't want to just say, here's my one post go. You want to have like three posts all going to that same target audience, maybe a video maybe a photo, maybe a GIF uh, with all different types of call to actions, but having like three multiple ads going on at once will give you a bigger reach if you do decide to go down that route. I don't suggest doing paid ads unless you're a professional and you really know what you're doing.
0: Maybe we can actually tackle that specific topic for, for those who are uh, holders of our NFT series, uh, the Mega Creative Show. We can maybe do a private session where we show how to maybe run or like a very basic uh, ad campaign to really kind of, boost your stuff out there and, and understand what's going to be more effective.
1: Yeah. I think we need to show everybody how to run a strategic marketing campaign, identifying your target audience, your call to action, your branding, your marketing, and kind of go through the whole lead funnel. And then afterwards, uh, after it's done, analyzing your your actual campaign and figure out what you need to do to tweak it to make it more engaging or get a big bigger return on investment.
0: Thank you so much, Cloud. We appreciate you hopping up here to share. Kino as well. Thank you so much. Um, for those who are requesting killer cats and then young, uh, we, we do apologize. We do have to close it up here, but thank you so much everyone for tuning in today. This has been an awesome, awesome conversation. I've, I've, uh, I feel like a lot of this stuff, like, even though I'm a uh, creative Allison and I put the list together, I'm still learning, you know, I'm still, I'm still hearing different people's perspectives and feedback and it's really helping me to just round out how exactly I want to go about what I'm doing. Um, it's really important for us to understand that these five tips, uh, are nothing without your consistency and without your persistency. It is really important to be a consistent person and to show up. These, these, right? These will do nothing for you if you don't show up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. Let me go and read those off real quick. Those five. You want to read them off real quick? Five tips, no, you can, and then...
1: you can read you can read them off, and I want to get some shout outs to some people in this room real quick afterwards.
0: Sounds good. So here were the five tips that we talked about: know your audience, master your analytics, study current trends to stand out, lay out your war schedule, and the last one: be consistent but patient. So. Hopefully uh, we all learned something from this. Uh, and yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast recording right here. So thank you so much for those who are listening to the podcast for, podcast version. Join us live on Twitter Spaces every Tuesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. This has been The Mega Creative Show. If you want to actually reach out to us, you can check us out on our website. My is, mine is megaretro.art. And OWLs is creativeowls.io. Those are our separate websites. You can also check out megacreativeshow.com and uh, find out some more information on there as well. A little bit about the show the background. You can also check out other podcasts and then also check out our newsletters on there. So we're really excited to present and provide many different things for the community to grow. Obviously, uh, we want to grow our show and what we're doing, but ultimately we want to see everyone grow at the same pace and the same rate. So that's why we love providing all of these different things when it comes to the the educational uh, aspect of Web3, NFTs, or even just if you're looking to get yourself uh, your name out there and known as an artist in a way or developer in a way that's really going to make a difference for you and also your pockets. Make sure that you pay some bills. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.